You're listening to Dime Stories, a podcast by the Kentucky Museum at WKU. Hi, and welcome to Season 3 of the Kentucky Museum's Dime Stories podcast. In this episode, we explore a mysterious woman in miniature whose life illustrates an ongoing debate about female friendships in history. I'm Tiffany Iselhart, Development Manager for the Museum. Let's get started. In our decorative arts gallery sits a miniature portrait of a young woman. She reclines on a chair, dressed in a simple white cotton frock, with her dark hair held in place by a large pin. She smiles demurely, staring at you. Do you recognize the woman in the painting? This is Jeanne-Francois Julie Adelaide Recamier, more commonly called Juliet, at the age of 28. She was a European celebrity in the early 19th century, known across Paris for her salon, where leading literary and political circles gathered. Her story was commemorated in the 1920 and 1928 films Madame Recamier, but as with many women, truth is stranger than fiction. Juliet was born on December 3, 1777, in Lyon, France. Her father was a king's counselor and notary, becoming the receiver of finance when Juliet was seven years old. With position came opportunity, and Juliet was educated at the Convent of the Desert, followed by tutors in Paris. At the age of 15, Juliet married a banker 30 years her senior. He admitted that he was not in love with Juliet, but rather hoped she would make a partner who will ensure the happiness of my whole life. In fact, the marriage was never consummated, leading some scholars to speculate that the marriage was a ploy to ensure Juliet inherited her husband's estate. Their marriage took place at the height of the French Revolution, and Juliet saw opportunity. In 1799, Juliet established a salon in Paris, focused on literary and political conversation. Over the next six years, her visitors included former royalists, generals, political activists, writers, and many who took issue with Napoleon's government. In fact, Juliet herself despised Napoleon, refusing to act as lady-in-waiting to his wife and encouraging Swiss-French political activist Benjamin Constant to formally oppose the empire by advocating for bicameralism. Napoleon eventually exiled Juliet from Paris. She lived in Lyon, Rome, and Naples before returning to Paris in 1819, where she re-established her salon and remained until her death in 1849. What is truly fascinating about Juliet is her romances, or distinct lack of them. Though married, there is no evidence that Juliet consummated her marriage. In fact, in 1805, her husband was willing to divorce to allow her to marry Prince Augustus of Prussia, the richest landowner in Prussia who fell hopelessly in love with her. But Juliet refused. Juliet was also connected to many men in her life, though no concrete evidence of a physical relationship has been found. Instead, Juliet was, possibly, of a different orientation. In 1999, Dr. Aurora Wolfgang published a study of Juliet's correspondence with Germaine de Stav, a female political theorist who held salons and collaborated with many in Juliet's political circles. Germaine was also married to a man 17 years her senior. Despite having children, it is said that Germaine and her husband had little affection for one another, as it was an arranged marriage. 
In her study, Dr. Wolfgang recontextualized their relationship, arguing that Juliet and Germain were in love with one another for 20 years. This relationship was later examined by Dr. Susan Hillman, whose 2018 article explored the women's well-known friendship and how it contributed to their quest for fame and power. Most remarkable is the contemporary accounts that Dr. Hillman cites, including this comments from statements and historian Francois Guzot, a common friend of Juliet and Germain. These two individuals mutually seduced and fascinated each other, the one by her beauty and the charm that suffused her actions, the other by the power of her soul and spirit. Never, perhaps, have two celebrated women been as sincerely united and have rejoiced, in private as much as in public, in their very different celebrity. So were Juliet and Germain lovers? Or was their friendship strictly platonic? Historians continue to debate this, but in that debate lies power. For centuries, close female friendships have been framed specifically as friendships, with any notion of romantic love or sensual relationships swept under the rug or relegated to romantic friendship. This term, romantic friendship, refers to a relationship between two women where hugging and kissing may take place, but sexual relations do not. Today, the term is used to describe pre-20th century women's close relationships, since the term lesbian originated in 6th century Greece but was not used in mainstream society until the late 1800s. Many books and articles have been published over the last 30 years to confirm the existence of lesbian relationships in history. Yet at the National Women's History Museum, a search for lesbian or bisexual does not reveal a single story. What stories are we missing by excluding the possibility of what we would call lesbian, or more broadly queer, relationships in women's history? So many. From Carol Smith Rosenberg's exploration of a mid-19th century school friendship that became a lifelong passionate relationship, first published in 1990, to Rachel Hope Cleave's book Charity and Sylvia, A Same-Sex Marriage in Early America, published in 2014, historians are increasingly finding, analyzing, and recognizing that queer relationships have existed for a very long time, perhaps at least as early as the 6th century BCE. In recognizing queer history, we not only recognize a large part of women's history, we also recognize individuals like Juliette and Germain, whose smiling portraits disguise a much more complicated story. Thank you for tuning in to Dime Stories. Be sure to join us in January 2021 for Season 4.